It felt like it. Dude, that's, I've never watched it, but I feel like I need to with that dude. Yeah, with Masters of the Air coming out? Yeah. Yeah. throw that part out, I was like, boy, you done made a hit, Max. Golly. Yeah, man. Uh, wow. Wow. Uh, yeah. How are your levels? How do you it's, sound? It sounds good. You sound good? Yeah. Yeah. Can you hear me? <laughs> I can hear you great. You That's sound good. great. It's great to have you here. Uh, we're back, man. We're back. Oh. Uh, super wild card weekend. Uh, at the time of recording, uh, you know, this is a if you if this if this is your first time tuning into the show uh, uh, or the first time in a while, this is a national championship podcast. Wow, I'm this honored is a podcast. I'm honored that champions. I I'm honored that I was picked uh, as one of your kind of non-Michigan well, people. Yeah, well, uh, so Matt, I mean, th- that that was just a, like this. This show is like representative of being a national champion. <laughs> <laughs> last week, uh, it would be last week for the listeners. Max Max Dominguez was on the show yesterday, and uh, you know we sort of really got into it. Right. Really broke down what it meant. Yeah, what it meant to the state. Brought, brought tears to, to the eyes. people, dude. How much it? How much it? Fucking this shit means something to me. <laughs> uh, we really broke that down. Uh, but you were there. You were <coughs> gracious. You were. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know if brave is the word. You were. You had the uh, the. Uh, stomach to uh, watch the national championship game with a bunch of Michigan folks uh, th- not being a Michigan man. That was so. a uh, that was an experience because I I went to a school where and you should say this is you want to introduce yourself. Hi everyone, Tyler Medvick. Hi, I'm Tyler Medvick. I'm, uh, I'm honored to be here. And we're Thank so you. happy to Thank have you. you here. Yeah. Um, I went to a school. I went to Northwestern, yeah. which is a school that is not <laughs> necessarily a, a football powerhouse. powerhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. You know, we we went seven and five this season. Mm. Went to a oh, nice! I mean, it's a nice season. After going one and eleven last it's a fine, last it's a year. fine Big Ten football season. It is, and so for me, being able to watch Great a lot of people who who really love their <laughs> football team, yeah, that was an experience. Yeah, and that was something I've never like yeah. seen with my own eyes. Oh, yeah. And it was something else, startling huh? <laughs> to see the like just the total the, fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the the angst and, and the and the and the unbridled joy. And that's what it's all about. Charlie's gonna be on the pod. Uh, she was. Uh, we had the pod had taken a couple weeks off, and Charlie had grown accustomed to that, so she was a little riled up for Max's episode. But we're, she's gonna try to uh, stick it out for this one. Do you think she knows 
that were podcasts? Like, do you think she's aware as a dog of the concept of a podcast, or is she more of a visual medium person? You know, that's a good question. I, I think she knows something's happening when strangers come over right. to the house, strangers to her, or right. friends to her sometimes. You're, at this point, you're a friend to her. But still, <laughs> when I bust out the equipment mm-hmm. and all the wires come out, uh, she definitely knows something's going on. Right. Um, I, you know, I think it's probably hard for her to, <laughs> I think you're right. It's probably hard for her to understand <laughs> that a podcast is happening, but one day she might. Um, I'm sorry if I, I'm a little nervous today because really? it's really, it's starting to sink in. And again, I don't want, this isn't a sports show. Right. 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 This is just a, it, it's a hanging out show though. It's just, it's just two people having fun. Yeah. And it's, and it's an extension of me, you know, and, uh, the Detroit Lions. Mm. Have mm-hmm. a home playoff game today, and, and uh, you know I'm not gonna beleaguer it to death because anything can happen, right? And I and you know I don't want to talk myself into one thing or another right. too hard right now, right? I want to just enjoy it as it happens. Uh, I'm watching the goddamn <laughs> fucking Green Bay Packers <laughs> win another fucking playoff game with a with a some kid at playing quarterback. <laughs> and you know it's pissing me. I'm sure as you're a Bears man, I'm I don't sure that it. pisses you uh, off a you little know, bit. No, <coughs> I'm yeah. This this and game then, yeah. that's on right here, I don't I don't think a cam the camera can see, but no, it is yeah. uh, the Green Bay Packers playing the Dallas, Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys yeah. Um, I c- I can honestly say that I'm not right. A I hope fan both of teams either lose, of those right. Programs. I'd love to see them both lose. You know. Yeah. Um, but uh, the team I'm personally rooting for in the playoffs this year, uh, given that the Bears. <laughs> We're just so close, so close. and couldn't quite make the cut. Yeah. Is uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers? Wow, um, Mike Tomlin, huh? My my dad is a Pittsburgh diehard. Sure. Um, so well, he probably watched them back in the back in the days when they were really when they were good. You know, I read I uh, watched something about Franco Harris, mm-hmm. the great Pittsburgh Steeler running back, who's responsible for one of the greatest plays in NFL history, and uh, his CTE is so bad now. And he got hit in during that play. He suffered a concussion yeah. where he doesn't even remember that play. And he doesn't remember most of the game. How how terrifying is that? Isn't that something else, <laughs> man? I mean, that I, it's I think about that a lot. Like, could you imagine like doing something so like historic and just I don't remember. No it. idea. Got There's hit no in the head clue. really hard. I, I what I, I would love to hear your thoughts yeah, yeah. Uh, on kind of just football as a broad sport <laughs> in American culture. Because oh, yeah. I'm sure you're impassioned by the issue of yeah. like the more science we get yeah, yeah. on football, the more we can kind of see like it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a great thing for your brain. It's not great yeah. for your skull, body in general. <laughs> yeah, anything, any part of your body. <laughs> like and, yeah. and so I I think that football is going, I, you know, it's so ingrained in like America, mm-hmm. raw. Yeah, right. It is. I yeah. think it's hard to separate it. But yeah. do you see where like maybe football isn't going to be right. the high school sport yeah. in the future? Well, it's like the the meme that I always see on, uh, tw- I call it Twitter. I don't know what you call uh, it. I, I'm still at Twitter. Twitter yeah. Yeah. I call it. I yeah. haven't updated the app on my phone yet. Re- it's, so it still yeah, says Twitter? It's still Twitter? the blue bird and it's still Twitter when wow. it opens up. It's nice. It's nice. Is that weird for you that? It's not that anymore. Uh, you know, look, I it's just like, you know, 
I didn't want to call it X. I didn't. I didn't want to have X on my phone. <laughs> you know, I know it's still fucking that guy's platform. <laughs> what if I was one of those guys? I'm not even gonna say his name. <laughs> Elon. Ew. Boo. You should not be named. <laughs> uh, I don't really give a fuck. I just didn't want to have an X on my phone. Um, <laughs> the meme I see on there all the time is. Uh, once like once science gets a hold of Antonio Brown's brain, like it's over for football. <laughs> Which like, a I don't think it's true because like Antonio Brown is not the first guy. No, one of many. Yeah, yeah, like fucking Michael Irvin makes jokes about it on ESPN every day. CTE's acting up, like <laughs> the, like, and these guys know, and you know, there's something I think poetic in that, maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe. not. Maybe it's just <laughs> self mutilation. <laughs> I think the bigger problem, I you know what's interesting is, and you played soccer in high school, right? Yeah, yeah, that was my. That and was I'm my sure sport. we'll get to there eventually, um, as we always do on this show. Right, right. But uh, trace, trace the history of people. You know, I always like you look at, um, like we got we have to have the best athletes in the country, right? Yeah. When I look at like LeBron James, right? And, you know the the ilk, the all of them, and it's like well. America isn't competing with other countries in, in football, right. soccer, on that level. And it's like, yeah, well, that's because they're all playing it from when they're toddlers and everybody's playing football. And, like, I know at, at my high school, when I, le- when I graduated high school, the, eight, the f- incoming freshmen only had eight kids sign up for, for American, American football. football. And because parents are starting to get <laughs> a little wise to it. And, yeah. like, I, like, I got a f- couple concussions playing football, minor yeah. ones, and... You know, I'm still dealing with the knees of, of it and shit. So, like, I get it. Um, I don't know. So, my, like, what I'm more interested in is when, like, if we can get American kids oh. to, like, lock in on being, like, we want to have, we like, we can do it if we all fucking we start playing. We could be playing, so good we could dominate at every sport. At the world, like, once, when, once we can start getting, like, generations of kids to buy into, like, we're bringing World Cup glory mm-hmm. to the U.S., mm-hmm. that's when I think American football starts to die. And I will say, as someone who's a big fan of soccer, um, definitely watch it less than I used to, but mm-hmm. been trying to get back into it now that I'm kind of post-grad and finding yeah. my, my things to kill time with. Um, like, American youth soccer is so huge nowadays. Yeah. And the American, like, the kind of un- U19, U20 teams that go and play in these tournaments, like, they do well against yeah. these other countries because they are of, even, like, they're kind of the beginning of that generation right. where when they were growing up, like, football wasn't the kind of, like, only thing End all, where all. you could go. Yeah. And obviously that people played hockey and right. basketball right. and all sports, yeah. but... I do think that there's going to be a transition for if you're just like an amazing athlete, like soccer is a great sport right. for you to, sh- you can and really to showcase that. Yeah. 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 It's interesting. And I think like I've heard that uh, before and shout out uh, just yesterday, like my, my, uh, my little baby cousin Ooh. was uh, honored as an all American division one high school soccer player. Hell shout yeah. out Seth Davidson. Oh yeah. And so he got to like uh, talk to a bunch of US development people yeah. and uh, like vendors and people at the big ceremony. And he was saying the same thing, like the the U nineteen kids are starting to fucking kick ass and it's like, why isn't it like I've heard that for a few years yeah. now? And it's like, why are we why still we're stick? still not quite turning yeah. the page? But I think we're close. And I think, uh, you know, especially like the next levels of football, college football particularly, is in Mm -hmm. a very precarious position right now. 
you know, I don't know how interesting this is to the general audience, <laughs> but the, the NCAA is like really facing so its weird. extinction in the it's, face. Yeah. And uh, the other thing that I think is unbelievable is the full on integration of gambling platforms mm. at every level. Mm-hmm. I mean, except high school, but like <laughs> soon from enough. junior college to NFL, <laughs> and probably soon enough, like. <laughs> Like legalized gam and, and not beyond legalized gambling, in- integrated into the into the the fabric of the leagues. Uh, I think that's a super, you know, and that's not confined to just football. But another thing that I think makes the football's on a it's on a very precarious tipping point, but it's still very much being buoyed by uh, you know the entire country still loves to watch it. I find the impact of like legalized gambling and online gambling on sports so like it's just so emblematic of how addicting that can be because i have friends who like in college were not big sports people Uh like i myself like i like watching sports i'm definitely a bigger sports fan than you know some of the average person for sure and i'd walk upstairs you know be a thursday night in the middle of the Regular season <laughs> NBA basketball. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. something where you probably aren't paying attention. Super unless invested. it's your team out there. Yeah. And I'd see these kids just like sitting on the edges of the couch, just like yeah. shaking, <laughs> yeah. you know, switching between the phone and the TV. Leg parlay. And I'm like, yeah. what What are you guys doing? And <laughs> it's like these kids who have barely watched basketball in yeah. their life are like, right. dude, I, I am running. I need Mark Williams <laughs> to get three more rebounds <laughs> against the Pacers, right? It's Hornets Pacers. I've got yeah. a 67 leg parlay. Yeah. Plus 19,000. <laughs> and if I win, I'm set for life. For like, yeah, for years <laughs> at least. And it's like, yeah, man, of course. Because it's not going to win. You're never going to win. Yeah. Um, it is, I mean, yeah, it's wild. And, uh, you know, the NCAA really gets my goad. Yeah. Uh, the fact that, the, like, that they were, all, there was already billions of dollars shooting straight up to university presidents and NCAA board members. And skipping over all of the players, all of the people, who actually, <laughs> all of the actual the players, yeah. you know, destroying their bodies and shit, and and then they just went before they could even consider proper revenue sharing. They, I like this is a, it's gonna sound a little conspiracy theory ish, <laughs> but I really think they they rushed the NIL rollout on purpose so that they could point at it and say, look, it's a bad idea to pay the players. Really, I I in my heart buy that. I think they rushed all the <laughs> that's kind of cute but unfortunate you sat on all the cords charlie easy leave, you fucking <laughs> asshole um she said her piece careful care <laughs> please please be careful i love you i love you so much please be careful thank you uh, what the hell were we talking about? It probably wasn't interesting. <laughs> uh, I'm just so amazed at how I think it's uh, this is totally different from what we were talking yeah, about. Yeah. But like that, some like a an animal like Charlie Charlie's Barkley over here, yeah, yeah, could just dismantle the work of two human beings. <laughs> <laughs> like, two <like>, smart <laughs> geniuses. <laughs> Hold on, uh, I got a button for this. This is edit point. Uh, yeah, you know, one day. <laughs> She's she's honestly come along a long ways, right? From when this show started, back in back in that apartment in Ann Arbor, 
so it's dreaming. this has been a journey for dreaming both of being of a national really. champion. Yeah, uh, it has. Uh, and she's got she gets a, you know a little calmer every day, and when one day we'll reach a point in this show where she'll just fucking want to sit and hang out while it happens. But that day is not yet today. Uh, so there. she got a greenie. She'll be all right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Baby steps. That's that's really what it's all about. One step at a time, right? That's everything in life. Is and uh, yeah, well, you are. If, I mean, if you care to talk about it, you're. Uh, you know, you're doing dry January right now. I am. I. You know, it has been. Um, I'm better than everyone else. <laughs> it's. <laughs> It, thank you. I will. I gotta give you some um, uh, moral high ground here. I do have to hand it to you. It is. It, it's. A, I mean, it is. The, it's the right thing to do. You know, it's. Um, it's something that I have uh, thought about doing in years previous. Yeah. Obviously, when you're in college, like New Year's strikes, Come and you're on. like, oh, I'm gonna do dry January. Yeah. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read Moby <laughs> gonna Dick this year. <laughs> get through Moby Dick. <laughs> pick up Melville <laughs> and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a better person for it and then you go back to college and it's January 7th and you're like you're celebrating right, well it's your, someone's your favorite birthday. guys <laughs> yeah someone's birthday yeah. I can't not drink mm-hmm. um no but it's been it's been honestly kind of nice, kinda nice. Yeah. um just kind of been trying to find I'm actually sipping on a uh I saw that athletic brew Athletic Ooh. Brew Ooh, Athletic Brew. It's a, it's a non-alcoholic brew. A non-alcoholic IPA, I believe I read. It is. And it's, you know what? It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, but it's weird. It's, I was here, obviously, watching the Michigan game. Yeah. And I had some uh, non-alcoholic Heineken. Yeah, some Heineken Zeros. Not um, sponsored. Because it's, you know, I think it's kind of a weird feeling. Not that it should be, but as someone who, like, tends to have a beer when watching football. Yeah, right. The, having a brew with the boys, the boys while watching, watching the football. sports. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> so it felt weird to, like, I was like, oh, I'll grab something. And But then, you know, you have six of them, and you stand up, and you're like, whoa, I'm just I'm, I'm just fully full. drunk. I'm I, oh, <laughs> yeah. No, but oh, you, my belly is full. And then you're like, so right, much liquid. I, like I'm gonna like I can do whatever I want. I am. I've had no alcohol right. tonight, and it's right. a weird feeling because you feel like you've tasted beer so much, but it has no impact but on I'm you. Like, yeah. So it's all of the dry, it's all yeah. the downsides <laughs> of just being really full and feeling gross <laughs> without any of the fun of like I want to go dance. Yeah, I want to. Um, I want to yell. <laughs> I want to scream. I want to yell. I just I want to scream tonight. That's what I. I'm yeah, gonna do and I'm gonna true. do it. Yeah. Um, no, but it's been good. It's been a, a nice little, not really a challenge as of yet, but I think as I kind of get towards the end of January, maybe mm-hmm. it'll become a, a, a bit more of a thing, like when I'm going out. But um, no, it feels good. It's nice. nice. Yeah. It is good. Like I, I'm the big like for me. Yes, I, it's bad for my liver. I know it is. <laughs> the amount of beer consumed, bad. But like. The thing that really gets me is like, I'll f- whenever I f- like, I'm like, oh man, I ate honestly pretty good this week. Yeah. I cooked vegetables and lunch and dinner. Always good. I maybe, maybe even had a fruit. Hell yeah. Possibly. Throw one in there. I'm like, oh, I drank like two meals worth a day of calories in beer. <laughs> like, I drank six, six, seven beers every day. It's startling when you break it down. Yeah. I'm like, Oh shit! That's <laughs> eight hundred calories of beer that I drank. Just watching, like your friends, not because I can't. I don't even gamble anymore, <laughs> but I'm still a big league pass guy. So I'm watching fucking Bulls Wizards just Match getting shit faced. <laughs> it's ridiculous. 
it is it's it's kind of one of those things where i think you you look back at it and you're like it's weird that i had seven beers tonight yeah, like doing <laughs> something like that. Yeah, yeah. And then you're like, eh, you know what, though? Whatever. I'm 20, I'm young. 22. Yeah. Have a little fun. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I got sick uh, immediately following <coughs> um, when Michigan retired Nick Saban. Right. Sent them sent yeah. them to the Phantom Zone. Yeah. And I went, and I, I assume a dirty, dirty hillbilly <laughs> from Tuscaloosa gave me some kind of backwater virus. And I got really quite sick for a few days. And then for like a week and a half, I, I I didn't I had I was telling people I was doing dry January. I wasn't. I was just sick. <laughs> but it felt good. To, it felt yeah. like I was feeling pretty proud of myself for like a week and a half, not having to drop alcohol. I felt pretty damn proud. The of myself. best part about dry January, when you look at like the health benefits and being able to sleep better, yeah. losing some calories. Is actually, it really is just being able to tell people you're doing dry yeah, January. Uh, not drinking. Because then they're like, oh my God, that you're <laughs> so brave. <laughs> it, dude, it does <laughs> feel so dope to, to be like, nah, I'm good. Dude. Yeah, the reaction is some I'm of my friends good. has been like, you know, I came over here <laughs> and you, I brought the non alcoholic yeah. beers and I was telling you, you're like, good for you. Like, I that's like, nice. nice. <laughs> and then some of my college friends, I was. I was talking to them and I was like, I'm doing dry January. And they're like, like fucking sure. Pussy. Yeah. yeah. We'll see yeah, in a week. Right. Yeah. Um, dry January 2nd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, it's, it's been good. Um, I think it's weird. I don't know how you feel about resolutions and mm -hmm. like this idea of January being like, let's restart because I, to some degree, I set resolutions. Really? Every year and I am just so bad yeah. at actually doing yeah. them. Where I'm starting to think they might not be for me. <laughs> and I'm wondering. Well, give me an example. Well, because, like, I totally agree with you. I, 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 there was definitely some point in my life where I was probably setting New Year's resolutions for myself, yeah. I'm sure. And then at some point, I was just like, I never fucking do them. So why set, set them for myself? But I do, like, I, 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 at random points, will sometimes be like, you know what? I'm going to start working out and yeah. then I'll stick with it for like three weeks. Yeah. And, then, and then you burn and then, out. I, yeah. I don't know why, yeah. but what are your, some of your, give me an example <laughs> of some of your resolutions. So, so one of my resolutions this year is, I, I like the idea of them. <laughs> I think they're good. I think it's good. One of my, res one of my resolutions <laughs> this year is, <laughs> so I have three. I okay. said three. Okay. Cause nice. I was like, that's a manageable goal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the first of which is read one book every month. I, oh, cool. I've been trying to get, back into reading i when i was a kid like i actually really enjoyed reading um yeah. <laughs> fucking nerd yeah uh, dude, that's how you got to northwestern <laughs> fucking pussy but like i enjoyed it and then do you count graphic novels i do nice. yeah yeah i'm a nice i uh, i did respect. i read Watchmen nice. last year yeah uh, i'm excited to get into the invincible nice. uh, collection cool. i'm a big fan of that show yeah, so fun um i do count those i think the thing for me with reading is <laughs> you start and you're like, this is pretty good. Like, cool. I think a lot of kids yeah. probably like it <laughs> to some degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like Hungry Caterpillar, that book. Yeah, sure. Everyone knows. It's a classic. It's great. Yeah. But then you go to school and they're like, read this and this and this. And you get bored of it. Like, <laughs> yeah. as everything. You yeah. just like, you're like, fuck this. this yeah, I don't want to do anything I have to do yeah. either. Yeah. And so then you go to college and you're like, read this and this and this. And it's just longer yeah. and more boring, more boring and bullshit. Yeah. And... So then as a graduate, I was like, all right, I, I like reading. It's better for me before I go to sleep than using <laughs> my phone. So, like, literally so, <laughs> so much better. So much better. 
And like, it's just good for you in general. And you can get back to reading. Like, that's good though. Reading yeah. for yourself. Yes. That's and like nice. picking books that I'm genuinely interested in. Mm-hmm. If I want to read a comic, if I want to read like a graphic yeah, novel, yeah, like, yeah. sure. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I think that that's the big one on that. And that resolution, I have done a good job of That's a nice to. one. I like that. Um, and, you know, if I read more than one book, I said it at one book a month. It's like crazy. Um, you know, you're a busy, you're a busy right. person. So you got to start a new job. Be, you're, you're, yeah. You, you got to do a lot of reading in that job. Exactly. Yeah. And so my other two, I, uh, I've actually already not done <laughs> as we're recording this on, uh, today is January 14th. So yes. Two, two weeks into the new year. Yes. Um, and I've failed on both of these okay. already. That's tough. Um, failed almost instantly on both of them oh, actually. Damn it. So the f- my second resolution was to work out three times a week, uh, which shouldn't be too hard. Yeah, it shouldn't be, but it is though. I get tired. Yeah, like sleepy. It's like you don't want to wake up early <laughs> and do it, and you really don't want to do it after work. I, you know, I started a new job, and yeah. I, I was like, all right, you know what? Wake up at six a.m. and I'll go work out. <laughs> I woke up and I was like, who the fuck do I think I am? I've never woken up at 6 a.m. in my life. (laughs) Yeah. Why would today be the day where that starts? Yeah. Um, You have a gym in your apartment? I do. I have a small gym. uh, I've actually really been trying to get back into running uh, Mm -hmm. as something. I think it's just like something that I saw something where if you're like 20 years or like when you're in your post-grad life, you either get like really into running and like you have like you're a marathon person. I have yeah. a lot of friends who become marathon people. Um, you either do that or you get really into, um, like, being influenced by things on social media. Yeah. Which is, like, <laughs> I have friends who do that. I was talking to a friend yeah. last night, and he was excited that he bought something from the TikTok shop. Like, that was Jesus a, a milestone for him. He was pumped on that? Life. It's like me coming up to you and being like, dude, I used Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I just bought a shirt off a of Target of Instagram ad. How and sick like, is that? I was like, all right, what'd you buy? Thinking like, you know, there's probably like independent the creators. Shop? Yeah, there's a shop on TikTok. Oh, God, I hope this isn't going where I think it's going. <laughs> I, okay. I hope not either. Go ahead. Um, I, you know, I'm like, oh, he's like, there's like artists on TikTok yeah. and like local independent. God. People. He bought yeah. a power block, like an anchor power block. Oh. That's and I was just like, confusing. I was like, why didn't you use... Why'd you buy that from TikTok? Why didn't, is they sell those on the internet. They sell those at Target. They sell those <laughs> almost anywhere you go. They sell you those at like gas stations. Like, yeah, you go to yeah. your local... You walk somewhere. Yeah, that's within, you there's one in walking you distance for And he was like, well, it was 20% off because it was my first time using the TikTok shop. And I was like, that's a stupid reason to buy something. That's We're talking about reason. TikTok, right? Like TikTok? Yes. And it's just a regular... It's an anchor power bank. It's Anchor, so it's a brand. It's a brand that is known. And why does when does TikTok when did they start doing that? I can't tell you, but I get ads from I, TikTok I'm, shop. I, TikTok is my I don't know how what your primary social media is. Is it Twitter? It's uh, it's Twitter and the Instagram. company formerly known as Twitter. Yes, it's I, Twitter. I <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> so I I'm like I'm a TikTok person. Okay, I, it's a big reason that one of my other resolutions, my third resolution, was to cut back on screen time. Yeah, I use my phone so much yeah. during the day, yeah. and almost none of it is for things I actually need uh-huh. to be doing. I spend. There was like one day in the winter, over like kind of winter break, didn't have much going on, and I think I probably spent nine hours scrolling through TikTok. It's like, so easy to. Especially horrible. when you like, fi- like, 
I mean, I really hate to beat a dead horse here, but in the last two weeks, my algorithm, oh, I was like purposefully staying on Michigan content for longer than I needed to. So it would be like, just feed me this shit for the next two weeks and I'll get, spend as much time on here as you want, yeah. techno lords. Yeah. And I went, I got my screen time report and I was like, you went up 38% Horrifying. this week. <laughs> Horrifying. And so like my resolution of like cutting down yeah. on screen time God, it's is so just hard. canceled out by, by that. But yeah. It's funny because when I first, like, there's periods on TikTok where it feels a lot to me like Vine used to feel. Yeah. Like, super fun, original content. When you a- And when you actually, like, get a good laugh, that oh. makes you want to stay on there yeah. for so much it longer. It's like, whoa. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, dude. I just, yeah. <laughs> but the, the pathetic thing is I haven't gotten a good laugh from an original TikTok in months. Yeah. There has been days where my entire TikTok feed is just recordings of <laughs> cable TV shows. <laughs> like I've that seen, sucks. I've never personally <laughs> tuned into the show Chicago Fire or sure. Chicago Med or Chicago PD <laughs> or Chicago Chicago the, Wednesdays the, on NBC yeah, or the whatever. trilogy. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I lived, I've literally never chosen to watch <laughs> that show in my life. Yeah. I'll see one of the like a clip from yeah. that show on TikTok. I'll watch a whole episode <laughs> in TikTok. And it's like 189 <laughs> parts. You're you're scrolling <laughs> trying to refresh the page so that That's the new awesome. the yeah. new the new clip shows up. It's, it's not out yet. Yeah. It's like that sucks. We have so much access in this day and age to every show we could ever want, and I choose to watch it on the smallest little screen. Yeah, vertically. And it's stuff that I don't even want to watch. And you're only getting like 20% of the visual information <laughs> at a time. Dude. They're like looking at stuff and you're like, I wonder uh, what, what that the could fuck be. is that? Yeah. <laughs> you're only getting one character Half of in it's frame blurred at a time. because yeah. you can't show like blood on right, TikTok. Right. So the medical shows go out the window very fucked. quickly. Yeah. Um I mean, <clears throat> yeah, it's weird. Every every account on Twitter these days that I come across is like fascinating images oh, or like yeah. disturbing history. <laughs> and it's just like this guy I died. I eat that shit up. Yeah, and I'm like, mm, mm, okay, I guess I'll like that. Sometimes I see going. those though, and I'm like, bullshit. Like it, it'll yeah. be the most insane story I've ever seen. Yeah, and it's like a photo of just like a random dude. Yeah, and I'm right. like, I feel like you're just making right. this up. Sometimes, yeah, or sometimes I'll see something that like I saw on iFunny in fifth grade <laughs> being passed off as literally like news. I'm like, what the f- what the fuck? Every, like, I remember <laughs> literally, yeah, I, it's ridiculous. The mm. internet's a wild place now. Were you, a, uh, were you an iFunny user back <laughs> oh, in the glory dude. days? You were a fan? I loved iFunny. Shout out Dowin McClish <laughs> for putting me on to iFunny, fifth grade Mrs. Betts class. <laughs> dude, uh, yeah, there was like, we used to like literally in our fucking iPod touch WhatsApp group messages be like, you guys catch that new featured, <laughs> that new featured, the featured memes, dude. You guys see that one? I used to ridiculous. I used to that used to be my social media, really. Yeah, that was before like I really yeah. people like used Instagram and stuff yeah. at our age. It's so crazy that <laughs> <laughs> there were so many kids just on there. Oh. And you would see some children, and there was straight things. up porno pornography oh, yeah. on there. It's it, I think that. I think it's one of it's a very interesting topic of like our generation was the first to just have like the most access to the internet ever. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. If, I think it was with you when we did our summer program back in high yeah, school yeah. where we did the gauntlet. Yeah, was that with yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. 
Because I had done it a couple oh. times by that point from being a little fucked up. Little I was, internet a, I was kid. a newbie. And I, I do remember that uh, of being like, should we do it? It's, uh, it's really uh, fucked up. And it's like, <laughs> it, you know, when you look at, you know, the it's just the worst shit you've ever seen in your yeah. life. But now it's I was going to, I see that level of stuff. It's just on Twitter now. Yeah. It's yeah. on Instagram. Live leaks somehow. Oh just Well, I mean, it's probably he who shall not be named, mm. dude. You probably, <laughs> him, him, him just being like, no restrictions. It, post whatever you want. <laughs> it's like live leak is just on Twitter now. And I'm just picturing like being a child, 13 year old in today's yeah. age of like social media. Yeah. You, there's no blocker that's gonna actually stop a kid no. from seeing no. shit that will change who they are. And it's wild how much smarter kids are than their parents. Like, oh my gosh! For the vast majority of it, when it comes to like the internet, it's terrifying. I think like they can just so <laughs> easily outmaneuver any restriction their parent would try to pull. I don't. I don't think that to get that a hit. lot of parents realize that like kids know like, how yeah. to use this shit. Yeah. Like. I've seen six-year-olds at dinner tables like on their fucking iPods. They're coding. <laughs> They're fucking like coding websites. They know Python. They're like, mom, look. Yeah. <laughs> mom, look. It's in C. It's in C. I did C. <laughs> I, I'm done with Python. It's scary, dude. It, you know, it definitely uh, it makes you scared to have a child. Yeah. Right? I mean, I was already just... I think that... Are you, are you going to have a kid one day? God, we'll see if I can a little uh, a little hunter. We'll see if I can trick some poor woman. <laughs> no, no, I swear. I swear. We'll see if I can wear down. It'll be good. Some be old fun. maiden. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd be a good dad. <clears throat> yeah, I think I'd be a. I think you have a lot of dad qualities. Yeah, like football. <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> like I've seen what a dad should be, and like I feel like I can do that. Yeah, and I feel like um, especially if I somehow miraculously managed to have some kind of career that mm. is mainly consists of um podcasting and stand-up comedy yeah pray to it uh then i could be like such a good stay-at-home dad oh yeah like i would be like that's like, gotta i be would be so good at being like honey you go <laughs> you to go. work yeah you take care of us in uh -huh. case <laughs> in case this shit doesn't work in case out. This shit. <laughs> and fucking i will like i would be so good at taking the kids to practice and picking them up from school. Yeah. I could probably spend time with them. I really think that. Yeah. <laughs> I really think I could. I think I could maybe spend time with my kids. I think I could hang out with them. Because here's the thing about kids is, and this is what I think a lot of people get wrong, is kids yeah. really want to be adults. Mm -hmm. And and I, mean, I just want to be a kid. That's I mean, that's the paradigm, right? Yeah. So, like, if you just talk to a kid, like yeah. an adult, they fuck with you so hard. Yeah. I think that's always been when I'm like talking to like little family, like family yeah. members who have kids and stuff like that. I think oft I think of myself as like, oh, I'm the cool yeah. relative. Or, like <laughs> I'm cool <laughs> yeah, to them. That's yeah, yeah. But I really do wonder in my head, or like, am I the loser of their world no. where they see me and they're like, ugh? They definitely thought you. This guy's gonna. They definitely <laughs> thought you rocked. Dude. This guy's gonna come up and fucking talk to me about. Toy Story and try and get right. on my good side. Well, they I think they only think that about the ones who are like, hey, buddy, did you see the new Toy Story? Like, they fucking hate that because I hated that shit. Because <laughs> I fucking like, yes, hated that yes, shit. Yes, Barbara, I yeah, did. Yeah, I'm not a fucking, I'm not a baby. <laughs> I'm literally not a baby. Fuck you. And, but like, when you're just like, yo, like, what's up, man? Like, what do you, what do you fucking do? Like, if you just are just like, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you fucking around with? Explain yeah. it to me. 
they fuck with that, I think. And I think I can do that as a dad. And I can, like, like I would love telling, like, <laughs> I would love telling fun lies to my yeah. kids, you know? Yeah. Just, like, fucking with them, but, like, not in a way that's, like, going to really seriously alter their yeah. life. Just messing with them a little bit. Yeah. My dad used to do that to me, dude. Yeah, it's my, good for the it's good for development. Yeah, my dad used sharper. to tell me about like how he would like walk two miles through the snow from his farm to school, <laughs> and it, I like I remember being like eight years old, hanging out at my grandma and grandpa's house in Detroit, <laughs> being like, "Wait, you grew up here? You walked across the block? Where like, is the farm? Like, we sh- <laughs> like you're such an asshole. Like he like my dad had like fantasies of being a redneck." <laughs> <laughs> and like tried to impart that was that like his us. dream scenario. Yeah. All he ever how wanted Abraham was like Lincoln a pickup truck, school. dude, like an old pickup truck <laughs> that him and his boys would hang out. Like ridiculous shit. I, you know, there's something on that thing of lying to kids. Uh, <laughs> something that came up during the holiday season uh, on social media was people saying that you shouldn't tell your kids about Santa Claus. Yeah. Um. Are you pro canceling Santa Claus? Have you I discussed mean, this at all? Jesus, I'm glad you brought it up um, <laughs> because it's <laughs> you don't want to broach that subject too close to the holidays, right? Because people are hot about Christmas. Yeah, dude. yeah, it's right on, it's fresh <laughs> on the mind. And they're as the Packers fucking score again. Ugh. God, that sucks. This is disgusting. Um, there is a war on Christmas, dude. <laughs> look, I don't look as a Jew. As a Jew who also like, wa- like believed in Santa for a couple years, right? Because I because I wanted to because it's <laughs> like so awesome to believe in something magical <laughs> as a child. Like what the hell? Like let the kids have Santa. Like you're not develop like because that's the argument, right? Trust issues. But yeah, it's like you're lying to your kid for years of their life. Holy but it's like, shit! I didn't. Ca- I wasn't when I found out that he wasn't real. I, I was wasn't like, like mom and dad. What the hell? Also, like, you find out he's real after, like, your brain develops to the yeah. point where you're like, oh, you're yeah, okay. obviously my parents that love me were buying <laughs> presents and not some fucking dude. Not a guy not who some, lives in the North yeah. Pole with elves helping build. Yeah. Like, you think they were building the box right. of your Legos? Yeah, so, like, yeah, slave labor. <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, I think... <laughs> I think, like, let the kids, if we're going to, we're pretty entrenched in on Christmas yeah. at this point, which, fine. It's good. a big thing. <laughs> I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. You know, definitely there were years where, you know, you being a Jew, being the only Jew in mm. a very Christian environment as I grew up in. Yeah. Like, it was such, the kids today would call it a, a hard cope. Really? To be like, well, we get eight days of presents instead of one. Yeah. Because that felt like a huge flex. And uh-huh. it did, like, kids did think that was cool, I think. But at the end of the day, it's not Christmas. No. Hanukkah is not Christmas. Yeah. And uh, I love Hanukkah. And it's very. <laughs> Do you, I, I've always wondered. I think yeah. I know the, the answer to this question. Yeah. Is there, like, your, like, do you have a Santa for Hanukkah? Well, there's is Hanukkah there... Harry. Is that a, that's a real who I believe started as a Saturday Saturday Night Live sketch. I believe that's an Adam Sandler. Well, Santa, Santa was a Coca Cola ad. Really? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, a lot capitalism. of capitalism. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, and that's what. It, and like, Sandler is basically <laughs> Santa Claus to me. Yeah. Because like Hanukkah to me, the big things are the Hanukkah song, all mm-hmm. the iterations by Sandler, classic, and I guess Hanukkah Harry, and then also there's uh I have this weird, <laughs> I don't know, his name. I, I want to say it's Lammy, but I I don't know if that's true. 
Uh, there's like I have this weird like memory of like a VHS tape that we used to play that was like this little puppet lamb. Uh huh. And he was a big Hanukkah guy. He was big on it. He was pro. He liked Hanukkah. That's he yeah. was he liked it. I don't think I cannot say that I tuned into that tape. I want to say his name was Lamby. I couldn't tell you though. <laughs> we had him. We had him and Hanukkah Harry. But no, we didn't end. But the the mascots were supposed to be the Maccabees, the great mm. Hebrew warriors. Mm-hmm. That defended the temple and then let the oil burn for eight days and eight nights. <coughs> That's who you look up to, right. which, you know, is not as fun as yeah, Santa. A little less. Magical I mean, you gear. know, I do think Christmas historically, you're kind of supposed to focus on Jesus and yeah, right. kind of that him coming in mm-hmm. to the story. Which isn't it not really his birthday, though? What? I don't even know. I, I think mean, I it's was, not really his birthday. Yeah, I, don't I don't want to talk out of turn here, <laughs> but I think it's Christmas might not But like when Jesus I was a kid, birthday. like uh, I'm gonna be honest, the thing about Santa is he's so cool that you don't really care about any of the other stuff. Yeah. Um, Santa is that's the thing, he rocks. Yeah. I think we can move on from holidays since we're <laughs> past that period. But I do I want to touch on one thing, yeah, and yeah. that's uh the elf on the shelf. Yeah. Uh fundamental part of my childhood. Okay. And this is, another, this is another, another it's a little controversial lie where it's yeah. like, oh, the the elf moved while it moves while mm-hmm, you're asleep mm-hmm. and it keeps an eye on you to see if you're right. being a good little boy. So it's also training your children <laughs> to live in a surveillance state, right? And he's always watching. Yeah. If you if you fuck up, he's the NSA. There will be consequences. Uh, yeah, exactly. And and I remember there were a couple Christmas like a couple nights of the holiday season where I just, I look back, looking back at it, I feel so bad that my parents had to, like, I, there would be nights where I, like, fall asleep holding that f- little fucking elf, and yeah. I'd be like, this way, this way, you can get a really good look he at me. He knows I'll be good. <laughs> he knows I won't be a naughty boy I'd, in my I'd, sleep, I'd, dude. I'd, what were you going to do? I'd dude? wake up in the morning, you and he'd be fucking up. staring at me from, like, That's the top no of the dresser, yeah. and I'd be like, oh, my God, he fucking, he, I was not, like, I had yeah. to have been naughty. Yeah. That's it's scary, but it was also a very it's a very cool thing to believe. I don't I think as we as we get older, we lose the belief in like the magic of life. Yeah, it's sad. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I I I remember because did you do the tooth fairy? Did you put loose teeth oh, under yeah. your love, pillow? Love the That's tooth a fun fairy. one. I would just eat the teeth. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, yeah, like instead of <laughs> he would eat the teeth. Like instead of putting them under the pillow, you'd, you'd swallow them. <laughs> I'd go, okay, Mister Tooth, if you're out there, well, dude, I'm gonna swallow three. <laughs> That's obviously insane. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I did, I did believe in the tooth fairy. Yeah, yeah. I remember one time I tried to like, I was, st- I was, I must have been probably six or seven, still mm-hmm. putting. Putting teeth under my pillow, waking up, having quarters under there. Yeah. And then I would like at 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 like breakfast or dinner be like, Dad, dude, I caught you putting the money under my pillow. And he was like, No, you did not. And I was like, and he was like, You were asleep. You were fast asleep. You did not see me. And I was like, You motherfucker. And that's how he was like, it I mean, obviously it's too old for you to Yeah. I was like, Yeah. I fucking call you. He's like, it's a, that's a, was a good one. That's kind of a gross one to me. I remember I, I, I remember having, I don't know why, 
But I remember having like a tooth-shaped wooden box. And inside Whoa. of it, I would like keep my old teeth. Yeah, a little tooth box. And I think like my parents would like clean it, clean the teeth post getting removed from, from my mouth. Face, yeah. But that's like a, that's what a serial killer would like keep. Yeah. It's like a collection of Did you of ever have teeth. trouble? Did you ever have to do anything uh, Insane, funky uh, to get a tooth out? I don't, I think I always wanted to try like tying my yeah. tooth to like a door and yeah, slamming yeah. it. I don't think I ever got the opportunity yeah, though. I um, didn't either. You know, I think they fall out a lot easier than Mine you think, fell out just so easy. Because I ate so much candy and oh, I hated when I was, brushing when my teeth. I was, when I was, I'm very similar. <laughs> I had, I think I had like 12 baby teeth pulled. Because Damn. they were just riddled with cavities. Yeah. Okay. Do you get? Ca- do you still have like? I've I, never gotten one. I. You've never gotten it's a cavity. A, it's. A, it blows my mind that I've so never gotten. So I one. actually, I, I obviously once I got like grown up teeth and also just got older, I got like a lot better about brushing my teeth and I don't really like candy and sweets and stuff, so that's better. Um, during college, I like forgot that you had to go to the dentist. I just like didn't go to the dentist for quite a few years. Nice. Uh, and I finally Badass. went this past year. Um, and I went, and they're like, "Wow, like these are in really good Whoa, shape." Dude. And I, I did. I must say, I had a very, very small cavity in one of my teeth. And uh, thank you for this not is, lying. To this the is audience. a nightmare story. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would never. <laughs> this is a nightmare story uh, for oh, me. No. I don't like. The dentist. Hate it. I don't personally. like I actually am kind of pro doctors. <laughs> Hot take. Cool. I like doctors. Cool. cool. Um, but like nowadays I can recognize because I used to really hate shots. And I'm still very mm-hmm. I still get really like queasy when I get blood drawn mm-hmm. at the doctors. Um, but like the doctor, it's very easy for me to be like, you are gonna help me live longer. Yeah. And like you're looking out for me. Yeah. Dentists, I think they just want to fuck you up and I and think they hate you for yeah. it. Um, I've had good dentists though. Like I hate the feeling of just the metal oh, scraping on the teeth. Yeah, dude. so I hate that a so lot. So I had this really tiny cavity, and uh, I went in and I went to go have it filled. And it was my first cavity filling because all the other cavities had been on baby teeth. They just pull them out. Hmm. And so I go in and they get me numbed up. They do the anesthesia shots or anesthetic the local, shots. Local, yeah. Do local anesthesia. Yeah. And uh, I'm numb. I'm feeling good. And they start the procedure of filling it and took, they kind of start by like drilling out the extra stuff. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, wow, this, this doesn't feel, he's like, you should be feeling a little bit of pressure. And they're doing like their doc, their dentist talk where they're like leaning over you and your mouth is torn wide open. And they're like staring inside and they're like, so college going good? Yeah. Um, And so I'm like, wow, this, this hurts a lot. And I'm kind of like, maybe that's just, maybe like, Ugh. don't be, don't be a baby. Don't Come on. <laughs> and uh, so I'm like sitting there and I'm, and it gets to the point where he's really drilling yeah, in my yeah, tooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm shaking. At the, like, I, it hurts. I'm like, oh my God, this is the worst yeah. pain. Cause it's like direct Tap nerve out. pain. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, uh, excuse me. Yeah. It hurts and he stops. Really bad. And he's like, oh, d- does this hurt? <laughs> and I'm like, is it not supposed Unbelievably to? Unbelievably. <laughs> like, this is the most pain, pain I've ever been yeah. in. And it turns out that the anesthesia had worn off very quickly. Normally, it lasts 
like and a, a yeah. really usually your really face strong is still like numb when you have to go back to school. Yeah. And so then they came back in and they just they at this point they're, they're like, like we're not we taking gotta, any risk, buddy. We're <laughs> we sorry get about that. Doped yeah. up. Yeah. Um. So they just gave me so much. Nice. Just all of the all of the shots of it. Yeah. And then I, you know, the rest of the procedure went fine. It was great. But then I like got home, and my my face was just completely so asleep yeah. for like. Six hours. Yeah, you can't drink. It looked like I had been just like I was. <laughs> yeah. I, I stopped uh, at McDonald's and I got myself a milkshake on the way home because I was nice. like, "I'm I've a good boy." That, yeah. <laughs> I, I went to I the dentist. I get to have my treat. I get a treat. <laughs> and I was like, I was sitting in my car and I was trying to use the straw and I like physically couldn't. Right. Like you it's just spilling onto suction. me. And yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's always feel. You. It always makes you feel like like a little piece of shit when you can't do the little things. You know. I was like, you're fucking 22 and you cannot use this straw. I I always remember <laughs> that like trying to trying to just take a sip of water after getting my face numb and just dribbles. <laughs> I'm like, I'm I'm at the lowest a human can yeah. be right now. How are yeah. your gums? You got good gums? I think so. I floss nice, every day. Every I've, day. I've picked Damn. up flossing. I use floss Damn. picks. Yeah, you got um, floss picks too. And it's actually gotten to the point. I, I'm a little bit uh, this is related but a little unrelated. Like I kind of have developed like OCD about stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't been like, not like a medical OCD but like I'm one of those people very like, much so today when to I be, came from my yeah. apartment, I checked that the stove was off you know, three <laughs> times and I checked the doors <laughs> locked three times. And so I'm kind of that same way with flossing now where like regardless of how tired I am or how much I don't want to do it, like I'll get out of bed if I forget. Yeah. And I'm like, you have to. Like it's become so Damn, well that's nice, I guess. It's, if you're gonna become thing. obsessive compulsive, it's better about than anything, like being like, I need to If I don't <laughs> spin around eighteen <laughs> times before I leave, my mom will die tonight. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's cause it's weird. I don't have like the extreme scenario of like the if, world I, don't, will end. if I don't check yeah. my door nine times, I, I will never see the right. light of day again. Yeah. But it's like I just like I think it's like very minor. I'm just like, Oh, you you forgot to lock the door. And I never nice. do. Yeah, but it's no. It's I guess I I do that as well, and my car especially. Mm. I gotta I gotta I hear that, that I gotta hear that thousand thing times. Beep yeah, nine times, and then still, once the keys are in the pocket, I'm like, I locked it right. <laughs> Which is, I don't know, dude. I think my memory is just starting to. I slip feel frail, hard. Yeah, <laughs> I feel frail, <laughs> like mentally, mentally weak. When yeah, it comes no, to stuff like I that. I agree, and uh, man, you know, that's. It's getting you. I got to get my blood drawn this week. I got pre surgeries less than two weeks away. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, man, we that was a good vamp sesh. We can get into the uh, the personal aspect. I'm trying to the show. I'm trying to change the show a little bit so it's yeah. more like that kind of free flowing love that stuff. Love that. But uh, you know, we do have a, a uh, I've known you longer than you know. We had Will Bonnell on the show a few weeks yeah, ago. I saw that. Uh. And you guys, you know, I've known longer than, with the exception of the great Cash Bleason or any other guest that I've had on the show. So, wow. um, that's very, you know, that's fun weird. for me. That's like, yeah, because it's kind of you. A lot of your other guests, obviously, are very good friends. I'm so close with these guys, like a but uh, yeah, kind of but uh, they, they don't go back. They're they, like ghosts of the past, dude. Literally, <laughs> and it's been so cool, you know, as a lounge 2111 oh. veteran. Coming full circle and doing another pod. Isn't that something else? You know, I sometimes, there's been a couple times where I've talked to people about the fact that we did a podcast. (laughs) Yeah, when we were 17. And I pull it up and (laughs) 
I'm gonna be honest, it's like almost impossible to watch because yes, I'm sitting yeah. there and I'm mm-hmm. like, that wasn't a podcast. No, no, that no. was four people looking at Google and talking about. It, yeah, that's like that. And what you have here, mm-hmm. and I think it because we're older and like <laughs> we, and now everyone has a podcast, yeah. which I would love to talk to you about today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you see so many podcasts yeah. and I had so many of them I am scrolling past and I'm like I don't want to listen to you yeah 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 that lounge 2111 podcast was the I, I would argue like that was an early bad yeah. podcast like, yeah, we were yeah early to the game and that's always my uh <laughs> <laughs> what I what I what I think you're what which I think you're too nice to say but what I think you're sort of getting at is a thought that's obviously crossed through my head a million times which is why right. the fuck do i have a podcast but i think you deserve to have one now that's well that's always my justification is yeah listen man when i look back at it yeah i've been i've i've now been podcasting for six years it's a lot longer than a lot of the big po- yeah, real podcasters you know? today and uh obviously none of them were consistent or successful <laughs> which we're trying to change now <laughs> But I do think it's like, um, <coughs> I, uh, you know, I just like to do it. <laughs> it's. Fu- I mean, I get it. I, <laughs> I like hear myself talk. I've never done a podcast before yeah. since 2111. Yeah. Um, I mean, I like, I'm sitting here and it. I feel <laughs> selfishly, I'm like, ah, this, I'm important. This shit kind of rocks. I've got dude. my headset on. Yeah, I'm hearing and my I've own got voice. my microphone yeah. and I feel like I'm a radio host. Yeah. Which, and also like. You know, you're at a period in your life where, like, I feel like a lot of people probably have cool, yeah, reasonably fun stuff to talk well, about. That, that's the thing is, uh, you know, beyond my own egotistical reasons for, you know, talking, um, it is a cool point in people's lives. And even if only, you know, 50 people listen to each episode, it's like yeah. some of those people, you know, like, like Max we had on last week was like, well, I used it because, you know, uh, I came into this group of people and wanted to know more about them, which is like a very yeah. niche reason to do it. But I was like, well, that's cool that I never thought about. Yeah. And if there's somebody else that that is just looking to like, you know, thinking about doing the same thing, but is very daunted by it. I think this is a cool show for that. I agree. And I also, you know, this is the most selfish reason is like, I do think whenever me and my friends go and hang out and have a good time. It's like a lot of people seem to think we're kind of funny. Dude. You know, I, so this is something <laughs> I always <laughs> have found that with my friends and I guess every friend group has this where it's like when you're together, you're laughing, like you're having a good time. But yeah, I will yeah. say like, I looked back when I tell my college friends, they're like, who do you hang out with out there? Like, you don't know that many people. I'll tell them about, and, like, the way I describe you is, like, yeah, he was a kid from this program we did at USC. He was, like, super funny. Like, and because I think for me, and I think for a lot of people in your group, and I would assume also for you as someone who aspires yeah. in the comedy space. Yeah, to be like, a funny person. Being funny is, like, a, that's, like, step one of being friends with anyone. Yeah. is like, can you get along over being, like, over having, like, a laugh together? Yeah. Having a jest. <laughs> and... <laughs> So, well, that's how we came together. Yeah. Well, so so okay. You're uh, the second Illinois guest in a row we've had on. Oh, Shout out Illinois. What an honor. Uh, Lake Forest. Lake Forest, Illinois. What one, do you do? You want to like tell me a little bit about? Tell me about it. About the story. So, 
I I actually was born in the city of Chicago. Nice. On a technicality, I was born at Northwestern Memorial. Cool. Um, so kind of a weird full circle there. That yeah, I ended nice. Up going there for cool. college. Um, and then I lived in Highland Park, Illinois, which is actually another suburb. I lived there until I was like four. Um, and then made our way over to Lake Forest. And I siblings stitch. Siblings. I've got one older brother. He's four years older than me. Um, it was weird. I uh, I think back and even to this day, like we are very similar as siblings. I don't know how if you're a similar yeah, vibe. I with think yours. the older I get, the more I'm like, God damn, me and my sister are pretty similar. Yeah, and so. I because we are not on paper very similar yeah. people. Like, yeah. We do not have super similar interests. Yeah. But at like our core, I think we are pretty similar, which I guess is just like a nice testament to good parenting yeah. too. Yeah. Certainly. Um but yeah, I was raised there. Uh I went to the I went to like a what was it, like preschool through eighth grade school. And so I like grew up with like the same group of people yeah. in my life all nice. the way through eighth grade. Some of those people all the way through Yeah, high school, I, I had K through twelve which was, that, that, which that was, was huge for me. And that's you go to college and you're like, Whoa <laughs> all my friends are gone. I had the exact same yeah. friends for my whole life. Fit like twelve years yeah. of my life straight. And then you're like, Whoa, where's mm-hmm. everyone else? Um but I actually I went to a boarding school. Um, oh yes, I didn't know. <coughs> I was a day student there, yeah. um, Lake Forest Academy. It's a boarding school in Lake Forest. Um, it's like fifty percent day students, fifty percent boarding, um, and that was awesome because yeah. uh, I went. You know, a couple kids, a good amount of kids from my middle school ended up going there, but I only stayed super close with some of them, um, and like those to this day are some of my very very good friends. Shout out Charlie and Colin and Timmy and Paul. And Fucking boys. Um, but then some of the other kids, like a lot of my closest friends in high school were boarding students. Okay. And international or? So one, uh, two of my good ones uh, were international. One, his name is uh, Du Yun Huang. Um, apologies if I mess up the pronunciation. <laughs> He's American. <laughs> his his name that he chose when he came to high school here was Peter. Nice. Um, he was from Seoul, South Korea. Okay. Um, and he he's cool. just like, one of the my favorite people in my memory just because he he played hockey he's this big guy it was just like international school is very cool like we had uh foreign exchange students but i always thought the uh that's so cool to be able to interact with like international cultures you get such a high school that's awesome you know lake forest is a bubble in right the, uh, the northern suburbs of chicago are a bubble themselves yeah and so, like, getting to interact with people from, like, South Korea and Spain and yeah. uh, China, like, all these different places. It's such a, like, mind-boggling experience to be like, whoa, like, you are an entire, like, your yeah. exposure to the world yeah, is yeah. so, yeah. so different to mine. So cool. I, when I was growing up, uh, at least in, like, high school and college, everyone had the perception of, like, if you're from New York or LA, you're like probably an asshole. You're probably like <laughs> self-interested. Have you found that people here now that we both live in Los yeah. Angeles, have you found that like the people who are actually from Los Angeles have that perception? Because I have not found that. Uh, well, I will say most of like the the locals that I meet on my block are not from LA originally. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a big transplant. Right. Like, yeah. Like the, and like right this here. is yeah exactly yeah. and like this is little Russia like half the people on our block are Russian, and they're nice for the most part nicer than I thought, 
I don't know. I was just like, they might seem, they might not. Uh, they've been all, you know, lovely. Uh, I do, yeah, I, I don't know. It's a busy, it feels like a busy city, you know. Mm. I definitely see a lot of people, but it doesn't feel as cold as I thought it would be yeah. in terms of, you know, I don't know. I think what I've noticed is um, there's a feeling here, and I, I love the feeling in Chicago that, Everyone like Chicago's a big city, but and everyone's doing their own thing. But there's like this sense of it being almost like a small town where like you go to like your local neighborhood pub and dive bar. It's like the same cast of characters. Obviously, I've never lived in Chicago. Yeah, but, like my friends when I go visit them, like they have their local spot. Right, and it's like them and the people from around that. And in LA, it's because of the sprawl, because you could have one friend who lives an hour and yeah, a half away. Right. Like, you miss out on that. And so I think people here, there's, like, a little bit of a less of a sense of, like, that localized community. Yeah. Um, especially for, like, young professionals and, like, people like that who are, like, transplants into this place where, like, you, you there's, you know, like, obviously there's hubs, like, West Hollywood and yeah. Santa Monica. And for, like, for <coughs> me specifically, such a big part of it has been finding Mich the Michigan yeah. hubs. Like, that's who I moved out here College with. College alumni is huge. But also, yeah, yeah. that's so big. Um, all right, I want to jump back to Lake Forest really quick. Yes. Cutthroat environment. You know, when I hear Lake Forest Academy and I hear international boarding school, I, I tend to, in my head, I have a picture of a very competitive feel. I would say um, in, certain, in certain elements. So, like, you're, it's very big on presentation. You know, every day I wore Uniform. a tie, a button-down, mm. you know, dress, mm -hmm. dress pants. Um, <laughs> just pass. What was that? Did <laughs> me. <laughs> okay. Like embarrassed. Right? You were straight. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to tell me. What's that? You had pleated pants. You fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh. but I, I, I think that, and I had a couple of friends who went, you know, to like the East Coast, typical like East okay. Coast elite boys. Yeah, yeah. Schools. Um, I think one of the biggest differences is that kind of like my school's like motto is like Midwestern. Values. global spirit hell yeah um and i don't know how much they held that embodied up, that but, <laughs> but it was like it's a nice message i mean it's definitely an incredibly like privileged yeah experience like you meet people from different socioeconomic standards um a lot of whom like if they're like local like they're utilizing scholarships yeah. but like because of that international population if you're like an international student going to boarding school most of the time you're paying full price yeah, plus more right. because you're paying boarding fees yeah right um, and so, like, I think that instead of it being, like, cutthroat, like, they wanted you to succeed, certainly. Yeah. Okay. And, like, I don't, like, when I talk to kids who went to, like, public schools or other private schools, charter schools, magnet schools, all that type of stuff. They just didn't give a shit about you. <laughs> yeah. And, like, yeah. it sounds like maybe it was more competitive because you had... You almost had to, to advocate for yourself. You had to get above the mass of just numbers. And you wouldn't yeah. you weren't gonna get lost That's in the masses. That's very at a interesting. Like that. Yeah. Um obviously mm. like I was very I was raised to like really care about Back. school. What well, yeah, your mom's a professor. My mom's right? yeah, one of her jobs, she's a yeah. professor at Kellogg um at, at Northwestern and then she also has her own business. Um, my dad's a chemical engineer. Like, okay. they used education. You were going to, like, to be, yeah, so. you were not, those grades were going to be straight A's. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, 
I think it, it creates like a competitive mindset in yourself. And I kind of carry that up. I think I lost some of that edge in college when you're like, this shit's really hard. Well, and also good. Like, <laughs> yeah. you don't want to be a fucking you hard can't go ass into your life. whole life. Yeah. It's, I think it's so yeah. important. And like now that I'm working, I take when I'm on, you know, when I'm on the clock, I'm very locked in, very yeah. serious. And I think that that's going to benefit you from your whole life. Yeah. I think that comes from like that experience of like growing up and not necessarily like being in a collaborative environment that wanted to get mm-hmm. you farther in life. But also, like, there was an emphasis on, like, you got to, like, hold up your end of the bargain. Yeah. You know? Um, but, yeah, it was it's weird thinking back on that. And, like, you know, it's I, I'm very mixed about my time there. I had a lot of friends who got kicked out of school because there was a zero tolerance policy. Right. And, you know, this probably isn't the, the place to discuss the... <laughs> Academic ethics policies yeah. of boarding schools and high schools. We like get kicked out for like <coughs> smoking weed or like hazing you know, kids. No, no, like smoking weed, getting caught getting with drunk. alcohol on campus. Yeah. Um, I had a good friend get kicked out for having an empty jewel pod in his oh. dorm. Um, like stuff oh. like that, where uh, uh-huh. you are kind of watching this happen, and you're like, it's you're like and looking really? back at it, especially, there's this feeling in my heart. Where I'm like, I don't think that you should do that because makes no sense. These are ch- it's children. Like the time in your life when yeah. you're experimenting. You know, it's like the precursor to college, yeah. like figuring out who you are, and not that like you shouldn't be punished for like yeah. breaking the law, but it's like you shouldn't have like your life potentially. I'm ruined. such a huge advocate of making your mistakes while yeah. you're still a minor like under mm-hmm. 18 like i think that's so huge and that that's coming from someone who did that and like probably will face some physical long-term consequences for but it you you figured it out early but like i felt i always exactly like especially when i got to college and i saw kids like just now cutting like at 20 like as yeah. upperclassmen in college cutting loose for like the first time in your life and i just felt like Oh man, dude! Like you're you're good. Like I saw them doing the things that I was do, like making the mistakes that I was making when I was like 16, and I was like, if you do something, like if you follow this road, yeah. dude, if you do some of this shit, it's like actually gonna Be fuck your you. whole like fuck your whole life up. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Okay. Anyways, you go to USC while you're still at the academy, so that tells me. You have making movies on the mind. Yes. Were you like when is like is there video production happening yeah. at the academy? Like how how do you end up at USC <coughs> before we talk about USC? So the big thing was, I. I felt I've always loved movies and TV. I always, I think like deep down, like I I felt a calling <laughs> to that to be what I wanted to do with my life. Um, and my high school, like, the, we didn't really offer, like, film classes, as I think a lot of schools do offer, yeah. maybe more so now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, like, the only film thing I did in high school, I did journalism um, throughout high school. And we had, like, one semester where you did, like, a video journalism nice. class. Nice. Which, like, that was good and helpful, but, like, you're shooting with a phone. Mm-hmm. You're using iMovie to edit it. And it's a news story. Exactly. Yeah. It's boring. Who gives a shit? <laughs> but um, so I, after my freshman year, I did, and I was kind of like, what am I going to do this summer? I don't really want to do a summer job. Like maybe I can do 
like a summer program somewhere. Yeah. Because my brother had done some like yeah. similar stuff like that. Okay. Um, my brother at the time was at Stanford. Because he's stupid. Yeah, he's a dumb idiot. <laughs> Could never go to Northwestern. Never get in. So he was there, and so I like did some research, and I ended up doing a summer program in, I think like it was technically like uh, beginning filmmaking at Stanford. And okay. It was, uh, <clears throat> it was like a three week course. Nice. It was cool. You lived in the dorms. I met a bunch oh, of damn. similarly minded people. Cool. Um, and the course was cool. You like wrote scripts and you shot some short films and you got to act in them and edit them. And it was like cool and it was fun. And I was like, all right, I like this. Like, I, let's see yeah. where this goes. Yeah. Um, and so that kind of mindset of like, I want to maybe pursue this, but I don't have this, like, I don't really see where I can pursue this in my own yeah. uh, high school. Cause like before high school, I would edit like GoPro things of like me skiing. And like stuff nice, like that, yeah. and like I liked playing around with like, like editing, editing software, shit, and like yeah. sh- I liked using a camera, like, yeah, yeah. and I enjoyed those elements. So then that kind of leads us to the formational years of our friendship. <sighs> yeah, at I, the so, University of Southern California. Yeah, we had the great, the great Will Bonnell on, Absolutely. and he's just texting me now. We're trying to uh, get a little sketch work going. Oh, love it. Um, yeah, uh, but. And I and I talked about that opening, uh, <laughs> the like the opening address from like the the head yeah. of the program to In that all courtyard. Of us. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that being, I remember, <coughs> I remember uh, being drawn to Will because Will was very loudly telling some story. But I remember sidling up to you yeah. at the start. And you just making a couple offhand aside comments that really uh, tickled me, and I thought were quite <laughs> funny. And uh, I think right, like like Will obviously both of us love him dearly. Yes. And uh, and I do want to shout out because I forgot to in the last episode, he like snuck me into his section at the Rose Bowl. Wow. Into the into the Bono section. That's sick. which made good. which made the whole thing that's you know, amazing made, uh, so I shout saw out. some of his film from that and it looked unbelievable yeah. he's uh an incredibly talented man <laughs> absolutely the thing about will is that uh he's a dynamo all the time no yeah. off switch on yes. him and he's while, going. and i love hanging out with him but i uh i think me and you were both a little more <laughs> on the laid back end <laughs> in terms of it so i think we clicked yeah. uh, uh right away because of that and um you know, as 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 cool of production opportunities as we had there, which they were amazing, yeah, and uh, really, I think put me ahead of the curve, especially when I got to Michigan. I was like, oh well, I've already done a lot of this shit, and yeah. like I know, and I know how the classroom setting works. But what the memories that I have are are just hanging out uh, with you and Will and uh, Andrew and Shelby, and that's all I really yeah. remember. Because you like, had that big old dorm room, dude. Oh. So I remember, <laughs> I remember moving in day one, and I'm putting my stuff off, and I'm dropping it off, and I remember I have to go. I think I run to like go to like the campus store to go buy like a notebook or something. Yeah, and I meet my roommate. I, I don't even remember his name. <laughs> I, it's like a blur in my memory. Um, and I left, and he was there, and I came back like two hours later, and he was gone, and all of his stuff was gone. And then, damn, like, bro, just had a tough two, like, like, just a homesick two days. And, yeah, so, or, yeah, I guess it wasn't day one, but it was early. And so, like, the RAs showed up one night, I think it was, like, maybe night two or three. Yeah. 
And they're like, hey, have you seen yeah. so-and-so? I was like, it's a good question. I actually have not. It <laughs> <laughs> wasn't my no turn to idea. watch him, guys. I, I, know, I didn't know I was supposed to be. He didn't tell me I was supposed <laughs> I wasn't to be keeping an eye babysitter, on him. Yeah. Um, and they're like, well, weird. He must yeah. have left. And I was like, wow, you guys are not as responsible. <laughs> are you guys going to get in trouble? <laughs> <laughs> you lost one. Yeah. Like, you lost one. Um, <laughs> but then I ended up obviously having that. Really big old sweet. We all uh, we all pretty amazing. quickly co-opted your room as the yeah. hangout room because you had such a big it's a good space spot. for us to hang out in there. Uh, nice dorms too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, damn, I was gonna spend the next twenty five <laughs> minutes on that. No, uh, I didn't want to. I didn't want to kill the uh, <laughs> kill the energy. I like felt it. I felt it building. You felt where that was going. Um. I yeah. need to have my lawyers present. No, that's fine. <laughs> uh, I mean, what else about? I mean, USC. I will say w- to to p- yeah. throw us back on yeah, the course yeah. here. Um, I remember being so jealous of what you were doing in your actual classes there because you were doing writing. Yes, I was taking uh, a a com a screenwriting a sitcom writing class. And I was like, "Fuck, that, that was awesome. Way cooler." Yeah, because I was doing another. I think it was like intro to filmmaking. So yeah, I had yeah. done beginning at Stanford. Right. Now you're my way on the intro. Yeah. And at that point, it was actually a really good summer for me career-wise because I was like, I don't like being behind the camera. Yeah. I figured that That's out nice. about myself. I saw these other kids doing it. They were way better at it. That was huge for me, dude. <laughs> Seeing the way Adrian oh. could like just make the camera do whatever he wanted. It looked so sick. I, I remember like, I, would, I would like talk to someone. I don't have it. Try and like figure yeah. out how to even just like shoot photos yeah. as well as some of these <laughs> yeah. kids were. And I, it just didn't click for me. I don't have the eye. Yeah. No. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I, I want to be in this field, but this is something else. Um, but I remember you did a. You were doing like Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, yeah. We were doing. We were writing spec scripts. That was very fun. And I just remember that kind of being my first introduction to like, whoa, like this is what like going to college for this would be like. Yeah. And that's when like USC became the dream goal. That's when we were all like, well, we're all gonna go to See USC you guys in a year. I guess <laughs> USC will all be here together <laughs> having fun. Uh, and then, did you apply? You got waitlisted, did. didn't I, you? I applied and I got in as a you got spring, spring admin. That's what it was. Um, which, in hindsight, was I'm really glad. I, I'm extra glad I didn't do that yeah. because I would have went to. I think they did it at like the American University in Paris. You go there for your first semester. Whoa! Like you go abroad yeah. for your first semester of college. So I was like, well, why would I want to do that? I'm not going yeah, like to meet, meet anyone. Have any friends? But if I had done that our freshman year, yeah. I would have been in Paris. I would have come, come home, back, and then COVID would have hit. But I had no friends. And I would have gone through, like, two years of college without knowing a single person. Yeah, that would have fucking sucked. Damn, man, everything works out for a reason, huh? It really does. It really does. Um, Yeah, I mean, we're at an hour 17. Look at that. We've that recorded a podcast, isn't it nice? That moves, like, that moves fast. We got in a nice little groove there. You feel... It's weird... I was, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I was like nervous. Like You're like, today. How I was like fuck sitting on my couch and I was hour? like, I was like, I showered and I was in the shower and I'm, I'd like the shower for me. I don't know if it is for you. It's like a big, I like talk to myself a lot where I'm sure. like thinking out loud and yes, just like yes. trying to figure out stuff. And I, I was like fake interviewing myself. Yeah. But I guess like that's the difference between a podcast and an interview is yeah. it's not like 
so tell me about a time that you so and so. Yeah. Which time yeah, you, that's you worked well as a team. <laughs> <laughs> Name one time you collaborated with someone who differed from your style. Yeah. Um, I'd be sick <laughs> if I did an episode like that. <laughs> like it's just a job interview. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but it is, it's, it's nice being able to like sit and it's, we're, we, I think when we hang out, we yeah. talk a decent amount yeah, yeah. Um, and it feels very similar, but like, I was worried that <laughs> being too like thoughtful of like what I'm saying <laughs> yeah. and I'm just going to end like, I would like just kill things. Just kill the like, pot. Fuck, I can't fucking yeah. say that. Well, what happens, <laughs> uh, it's like, it's interesting you say this because I've noticed a trend, which is like. A lot of people, when they come to do the show, like are pretty nervous. Yeah. Which, it's only happened for me once when I had a guest that I didn't know. Really. Um, a comedian. Oh yeah, uh, I, I remember seeing seeing clips from Lewis Michael. One. one of my favorite episodes I've done. Fucking yeah. hilarious, awesome guy. But I was so nervous because I didn't know what to do. And every other guest that I, when I bring a guest on the show, it's because like I have an angle that I know I can work with them yeah. for at least an hour. Um, but a lot of people don't like. You know, don't know. So they're nervous. And then as soon as they start recording, they're like, oh, I'm just fucking hanging out. Yeah. And then after the show, people usually have two or three things that they want to get get axed get out, out which I'm always happy to do. Yeah. Obviously. Um, but yeah, man. It's been an honor. It's nice, right? I'm sure. I'm sure. If you don't get too busy at work, I'm sure they're going to figure out how hot of a commodity you are pretty soon, well, and you'll be, be working. I'm going to be kicking, but, but uh, be good. I bet I bet we'll get you back on the show at some point. Anytime. Um, Anytime. We got two minutes left in this Packers-Cowboys game. The Packers are going to... They ran away with it. And then I get to watch you just and then sweat. You literally are... Get, get, you are going to have a front <laughs> row seat to me in emotional <laughs> torture chamber. Uh, but it'll be fun. Uh, thank you guys uh, for listening. Thank you, Tyler, for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. And I'm going to put this on, and I'm going to play this out.